Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, this is Wednesday, December 19th, 2018, and welcome to episode number 132 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is WCWS Outside the Ropes. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chatting Chow back on the line here with you as we get set the course to talk about, of course, everything going on in the world of pop culture, movies, music, sports, you name it, we will talk about it here tonight. Joining me, of course, how <clears throat> many with the play-by-play, as they say, is the Iceman, J.D., Jared D. Girolamo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WCWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you WCWS Ball Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Also on the line with us is the human suplex machine, John Gross, the first 2016 Hall of Famer and also, of course, another part of the Raw Radio broadcast team every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe. Gentlemen, we do, I do welcome you, of course, to episode 132 of Outside. With five days to Christmas, we're ready to roll. <clears throat> yes, sir. Absolutely. Indeed, indeed. And, of course, as always, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be talking about, of course, uh, what's going on in the world, of, as we said, in the world of music, movies, sports, you name it, we'll talk about it. I'll be bringing you some stories here, courtesy of our friends at Four Love Opinion. JD, of course, will also be bringing you your box office report and also some sports updates as well. John will, of course, get his input in this on this tonight. And a little special twist here tonight, guys, is it being a week, of course, now less than a week before Christmas, instead of our movie trivia challenge tonight, we are going to each uh, each of us going to give our top ten Christmas songs of all time. Okay, new or old does not make a difference. Whatever different versions, whatever you want to put. No, we will we will definitely uh, <clears throat> talk about that here tonight. If anyone else cares to join us here this evening, ladies and gentlemen, for outside the ropes number one thirty two, please feel free to give us a call one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Card ID 141387 pound and press that one if you want to chime in on all that we talk about here this evening on Outside the Ropes 132. Let's go ahead and get things rolling. I'm going to bring a couple of stories here tonight, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com, which we do thank them for allowing us here in the WWS radio network for reading their stories, of course, on all of our shows, including Outside the Ropes, in addition to Revolution, Wolfpack, uh, Power Hour, Raw Radio, and all of our other shows in between. <clears throat> uh, Joseph Lee brings us his first story here tonight. When we start off with a very somber note here, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you who are fans of the Friday the 13th franchise, former Jason Voorhees actor Steve Dash has sadly passed away at the age of 74. Steve Dash, who was one of two men to play Jason Voorhees in Friday the 13th Part 2, the other being Warrington Gillette as the unmasked Jason, has passed away at the age of 74. Bloody Disgusting reports the actor and stuntman died due to complications of diabetes. The news was confirmed by the Monster Mania Convention and follows Dash's recent hospitalization. In a post on Facebook earlier this month, Dash offered an update on his health. He wrote, I have an update on my condition. They're amputating my leg tomorrow afternoon. It's been pretty tough suffering from diabetes, blood clots, and a bad heart over the last year. I welcome the decision 
<clears throat> I made because I will be able to play golf in six to eight weeks with a brand new leg. Thank you for all your thoughts, prayers, and personal messages, messages to me. The fans are the best fans on the planet. Dash is the first man to play the adult Jason Voorhees who wore a sack over his head instead of the popular hockey mask he'd wear in the next film. He attended horror conventions regularly to meet his fans. He also appeared in the films Alone in the Dark, 13, Zemetti, and Mr. Hush. He was set to appear in a Friday the 13th fan film called Vengeance, which is in pre-production. Co-star Amy Steele, who played Jason's nemesis, Jenny, in part two, wrote the following message on Facebook. Dear Steve, also known as Silver Fox, your smile, your glint, your cologne, your straightforward enthusiasm, your cabbie draw, your forgiving me for cutting your finger off, and your devotion to the profession will be sorely missed. Send us love from and life from above. We'll need it without you here. Honored to be a part of your life. My Jason, love, your Jenny, Amy. Of course, 411 Mania and also here in the WWS Radio Network, we'll also like to offer our condolences to the friends, family, and fans of Mr. Dash. Uh, I don't know if you're a fan of the Friday 13th franchise, but a very somber moment in that franchise tonight. Indeed it was, however. I mean, this was coming out in 1981, however, and uh, like I said, he, of course, was the adult Jason in the second trilogy, of course, and indeed our thoughts and prayers were certainly with his friends and family tonight. Uh, uh, John, your take here on the death of the original... Um, of the of the adult version of Jason from the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. I agree with JD. He will he'll he'll be missed dearly. Absolutely, and of course, like I said, even I'm not a big fan of horror pictures and all. Um, I'm sure, and like I said, but I'm sure without Mr. Dash, Jason Voorhees, I'm sure will not have been able to probably come to life the way he did in the movie. as JD did say so. Our thoughts and prayers once again to the family of Steve Dash. Sadly, passing away at the age of 74 due to complications of diabetes. Godspeed, Mr. Dash. Indeed. Also, <clears throat> uh, well, Joseph Lee brings us his next story here. As we, there is now a first look at Will Smith playing the genie in the live-action version of Aladdin. Believe it or not, Entertainment Weekly has released new photos from Disney's upcoming live-action remake of Aladdin, which features a first look at Will Smith as the genie. The film was directed by Guy Ritchie from the script he wrote from John August and Vanessa Taylor. It also stars Mina Masood, Naomi Scott, Marwan Kanzari, Navid Negabon, Nassim Farad, Billy McNeeson, and Numan Akar. It'll be released on January 20, I mean May 24, 2019. And there's a good picture of it right here on the front page of Entertainment Weekly. Uh, Tell you the truth, guys, if y'all remember the old Hanna Barbera, or I guess I think it was Hanna Barbera, uh, Shazam. Y'all remember yeah. that? Uh, okay, he looks more like Shazam than he does the genie from Aladdin. But still, uh, they didn't they didn't paint him blue, by the way. So <laughs> that, that's the that's the thing. Uh, JD, your take on Will Smith playing the genie in the live action version of Aladdin? Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what he does here. He's done a lot of film roles over the years, from Men in Black to Ali, of course, to Independence Day. Will this be a big success? Will this not be a big success? However, we'll have to wait and see, however. Absolutely. Uh, we'll bring a couple more quick stories here. Uh, I hope John, it is, too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, John, did you, and, and let me ask you this, then. Do you think he's a perfect fit to play this role? I mean, take Big shoes from the animated version. Of course, that was voiced by the late Robin Williams. Your take on Yeah, I think he'll play a big role in it. Okay. All right. There you go. Um, let's see here. Uh, next up here, Joseph Lee brings it. Joseph Lee's on fire tonight on here, guys. Disney executive says it's possible that it's possible canceled Netflix Marvel shows could stream on Disney Plus. Hmm. In an interview with the Hollywood Reporter, Disney executive Kevin Meyer spoke about the company's acquisition of Fox and that the recently canceled Marvel shows on Netflix could stream on Disney Plus. Here are some highlights. On if he thought the Fox Disney deal wouldn't happen, he says it was always clear that the transaction made a great deal of crap strategic sense. Excuse me. With that in with that in the back of your mind, you always think. Most of the day that 
travels of doing a deal like this. <clears throat> there were a couple of times where it looked like there was a problem. We overcame it on how the deal will impact the entertainment industry. He says this, we're going to offer re really compelling services to consumers. We're going to let them choose what they want to buy and what they don't want to buy. We're just trying to serve our consumers better. And also on if they cancel Netflix Marvel shows who stream on Disney Plus, he says there are very high quality shows. We haven't yet discussed that, but I would say possibility. Uh, JD, your take on uh, this latest uh, situation with uh, possibly bringing back some of the uh, Marvel shows here on uh, this Disney service. We'll have to wait and see what happens. I mean, only time will tell on that. But uh, like I said, however, I mean, is it going to be a very big success? Will it not be a success? You never know. But like I said, only time will tell. John, your take on this? And that I agree Thank you there. Thank you there, John. Two more stories, guys, and then we'll turn it over to JD. Jeremy, Jeremy Thomas uh, brings us a story. Came Actually, this came in yesterday, but we'll go ahead and read it tonight. George Takei joins the show The Terror Season 2 for internment. Oh, my. George Takei had a... Oh, my. Yes, indeed. George Takei has joined both the cast and crew of AMC's second Ooh. season, The Terror. Will center on World War II's Japanese internment camps. AMC announced that the cable will be a series regular and will serve as, as a consultant on the horror anthology show's second season. The K is joined on screen by Kiki Suzanne as a mysterious woman connected to Chester Nakayama, played by Derek Milo's past, Michi, Miki Ishikawa as a friend to the Nakayama family, Shingo Kami as Chester's father, and, Nike, and Nakio Mori as Chester's mother. The new season will be set during World War II and center on an uncanny specter that menaces the Japanese American community from its home in Southern California to the war in the Pacific. It will air in 2019 with kicking off in Vancouver next month. Takei has, per, has, has personal experience with internment camps, having been in prison as a child in Japanese American, in Japanese American during the war. He has become an activist for recognition of this ugly period of American history, and his experiences served as an inspiration for Allegiance, a musical that played on Broadway in 2015 and actually starred Takei. Uh, your take about this, Jay, I don't know if you're familiar with the show called The Terror, but what's your take on this? No, I'm not, and uh, I just hope it's, I hope it's successful, but you never know, but uh, I can't comment on it at this time. I haven't seen it, so I don't know how it's going to go, but we'll see what happens, so... Uh, John, your take on this? I agree, too. Okay. And one more quick story just came in yesterday here, too, from Jeremy Thomas. And JD's going really, really going to be happy to hear about this. Mm. Die Hard, the movie Die Hard, gets Christmas trailer for the 30th anniversary Blu-ray. Ooh, okay. Die Hard is getting a 30th anniversary Blu-ray release, and a new Christmas trailer has been released for it. Of course, the trailer's on this page if you want to check it out, which plays off the off-debated question on whether the film is a Christmas film, and we're and they're saying here it definitely is. I mean, George J.D. has said that many times here, too. The Bruce Willis... Exactly. The Bruce Willis and Alan Rickman starring film is considered one of the greatest action films of all time, and inspired by a host of imitators, often referred to as Die Hard on a blank for example, Speed was referred to and even pitched as Die Hard on a Bus. The Christmas edition Blu-ray is now available. JD, I know you got to be happy about this. 30th anniversary of Die Hard on Blu-ray. Hi, Mother Effers. Yes, indeed. It's going to be fun. I mean, it's going to definitely, definitely be fun, however. I mean, if you do not realize that is a Christmas classic, and I've been fighting with people about this for the last, I don't know, how many years, then you guys are definitely out of touch with and you made the list. I mean, this is definitely when you want to have John McClane, Ralphie, and maybe some other uh, friends how are over for Christmas, how are, and uh, I'll tell them how are yippee-ki-yay, and if they don't like it, you know what you can do with it. John, your take on Die Hard, 30th Oh, Die Hard definitely should be a Christmas movie. No doubt. Oh. Oh, absolutely. There you go. So 
there's my uh, take on things here tonight, here, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's swing things over before we get to our special moment here tonight. Let's go ahead and get things over to JD with the sports report and also the box office update. JD, please proceed. The box office report this week, however, is what we got for you. And this is our next to last report of the year, and here's what we got for you. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, however, swung in, however, knocking out the previous three weeks' top movie, Route Breaks the Internet, however, finally broke down, however, this week. As a result, it took in $35.3 million this week on a budget of $90 million in its opening week. The Mule, starring Clint Eastwood, based on a true story, starring Clint Eastwood, however, along with Bradley Cooper and Lawrence Fishburne, definitely still did well enough to take the number two spot with $17.5 million on a budget of $50 million. Dr. Seuss's The Grinch, meanwhile, continues to shatter records for six weeks now, and on a budget of $75 million, has already made $239.4 million. This week, it finished with 11.7, dropping the spot. Ralph Breaks the Internet, like we said, did take a hit this week, however, with $9.2 million, but so far in four weeks' time, on a budget of $175 million, it has already made $154.1 million. The final movie of the week, however, that was one of the newbies, Mortal Engines, debuted in a very weak spot at number 5 with $7.5 million on a budget of $100 million. Now, new movies coming out this week include Mary Poppins, the sequel, starring Emily Blunt, of course, however, which was released, I believe, or is set to be released, however, today. Meanwhile, Friday should be a very busy day, however, at the box office going into the Christmas holiday week. Aquaman, of course, is one of the movies starring William Dafoe and Patrick Wilson and Amber Heard that could give it a challenge. Bumblebee starring Haley Steinfeld and John Cena will also be in the running this week. Meanwhile, for you romantic comedy people out there, Jennifer Lopez and Leah Remini star in second act. Meanwhile, other movies to watch out for includes Cold War, however, mind you, however... Uh, starring uh, no one big and famous, sorry to say. But uh, Welcome to Marwin, a comedy uh, uh, fantasy starring Steve Carell and Leslie Mann, in which after a brutal attack, however, a victim of a brutal attack finds a unique and beautiful therapeutic outlet to help him through his recovery process. Based on a true story, Carell has definitely getting some nominations early on for the SAG Awards and maybe an Oscar nomination at the same time. He will also be appearing in the Christmas movie that will be coming out Christmas Day, Vice, that talks about Donald Rumsfeld and Dick Cheney. Amy Adams, Sam Rockwell, also star in this movie, along with Christian Bale, however, playing the role of Cheney. Meanwhile, one of the movies to watch out for for Christmas hour could be a funny comedy. Yes, folks, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley are back at it again, however, and along with WWE wrestler Braun Strowman, however, starring the funny comedy Holmes and Watson, if you will, however. So definitely check it out, however, this week. Uh, let's see. Meanwhile, how are some uh, entertainment news to report before we get back to the sports news, however, that Chad did not touch upon, however. We do want to express our heartfelt condolences to former TV superstar Penny Marshall. Marshall, whose brother Gary, of course, was the Happy Days creator among other TV shows, however, passed away Monday night into early yesterday morning at the age of 75. Marshall directed such hits over the years as Big, Riding in Cars with Boys, however and many others. But she got her big break in the 70s, of course, starting in Laverne and Shirley with TV star and close friend Cindy Williams, who, of course, appeared in the movie American Graffiti with Charles Martin Smith, however, Wolfman Jack, Harrison Ford, and Paul Lamatt. But again, it was Penny Marshall, of course, who did movies, like I said, like Big and A League of Their Own, and also other movies, however, that became very successful, and was also the first female director to gross over $100 million. Again, our thoughts and prayers are with Penny's friends and family tonight. And, of course, she was also on the TV show before, uh, like I said, Laverne and Shirley, was a co-star on the 70s comedy with Jack Klugman and Tony Randall, The Odd Couple, believe it or not. Same based on the Neil Simon play, however, that, of course, started Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau back in the late 60s. But in the early 70s, however, Marshall made her TV famous uh, debut on that particular show and also on a couple shows of the same show that her brother created, Happy Days, starring Ron Howard, Henry Winkler, and many others, including the late Aaron Moran, known as uh, Joni Cunningham, and, of course, Scott Baio. Meanwhile, however, also in Hollywood, however, recently, we found out we lost another Hollywood legend. Sandra Locke, the wife of former uh, Dirty Harry co-star Clint Eastwood. Well, not his wife. His ex-wife. His ex-wife. His ex-wife. Yes, ex Thank you, John. Yes. Who started in six movies with him, including Any Way Which 
where you can every which way but lose two of very good funny films of the 70s along with sudden impact however and bronco billy passed away a month ago but we did not find out about and also the enforcer movie. too the enforcer that's oh. Yeah, that's no, 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 no. She she wasn't in the enforcer. The gauntlet. The gauntlet. Yes, that's it. Gauntlet. You're right. That's right. 1977. You're right. Gauntlet was her first. Not a dirty Harry movie, but considered to be. Considered to be. You're right. Yes, but she was also in the Outlaw Josie Wales. She was in Sun Impact, and of course, she she did a lot of movies with her. Soon, and of course, 1990, she separated from Eastwood, of course. But again, she passed away at the age of 74. It was laid to rest last weekend. Our thoughts and prayers are with Mrs. Locke's friends and family, if you will. Meanwhile, however, in the sports news, however, we got an action-packed weekend, however, coming into week 16 of the NFL season. And boy, oh boy, we got some doozies this week. Saturday, John's boys, the Washington Redskins, will be down in Nashville taking on the Tennessee Titans playing for the playoffs hopes, while the Baltimore Ravens will be traveling out to L.A. to take on the L.A. Chargers. In other games, however, that are of interest, however, the Pittsburgh Steelers will travel down to the Big Easy to New Orleans to take on the... um, Saints of uh, New Orleans, however. Meanwhile, Sunday night, however, will be an interesting night as Kansas City and Seattle will be playing as Seattle is also fighting for their playoff hopes despite losing in overtime last Sunday in San Francisco at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, the site of the national championship game, which will be coming up in a few weeks from Monday, if you will, on January 7. As a result, the Seahawks need this win to keep their playoff hopes alive. And as far as any other games, real quick, Howard, I do want to see, that, yes, I do see that the Atlanta Falcons will be traveling to Charlotte this week to take on the Carolina Panthers. Despite not making it to the postseason, the Panthers are hoping to finish strong against Matt Ryan and company this Sunday in Charlotte. And, of course, this Monday will be an emotional night, Howard, at the OCO Coliseum, however, as the Oakland Raiders might be playing their last game ever in Oakland, Howard, taking on the Denver Broncos, Howard, in the Coliseum. There has been speculation over the last few weeks, if you will, how about the future of the Raiders? Right now, reports are saying they could be playing either up in Fresno, Berkeley, over in Berkeley, California, or maybe down in San Diego, or maybe possibly over in Reno, Nevada in 2019 before they move to their new stadium in 2020, which will be opening up in the summer of 2020 of $2 billion. In addition to that, the Raiders will also be hosting the NFL draft in 2020. And finally, one bit of news to report, however. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with this, but if you're not, I will tell you guys all about it. Earlier tonight, I just watched this video moments ago, Howard. There was a fire reported in Scotland tonight, Howard, at the legendary Macaranesh Golf Club, Golf Course Clubhouse, Howard. No one was injured, Howard, but unfortunately, Howard, this legendary clubhouse, however, and this legendary course, Howard, clubhouse was destroyed in the fire. And like I said, I'm not sure how long it's, I'm going to try to find out how long it's been around, Howard. But uh, like I said, this course, in fact, I'll check on it right now. This course has been around since 1876, folks. And again, it's very sad, to say the least, to see this happen, especially with a few days before the holiday season. Thank you very much there, J.D. Uh, we, do, we do greatly we do appreciate that. Thank you very much, John. Thank you for your insights on everything here tonight here as well. And before we continue forward, let's go ahead and give you this one more time. 1605-562-0444. Call ID 1-141-387-POUND. This is episode 132 of WS Outside the Ropes for Wednesday, December 19th, 2018. Mr. WS Chad Henshaw along with the next man, Jerry DiGiolamo, and the human suplex machine, John Gross, here with you here tonight. Coming up here, ladies and gentlemen, in about 45 minutes, we'll have W we'll have wrestling debate. As of course, some of the guys will be the Madness Kingdom will be talking about, of course, everything that took place on Raw, <coughs> excuse me, SmackDown. Also, this past Sunday at TLC, another wrestling story is making the round. One three nine nine two five pounds, one from eight to nine. And then I will be, and then I will be back on with WWS Revolution. And it'll be our next to last debate of 2018, just to let you guys all know. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, JD. As, of course, our our live video feed tonight will come to us from, of course, uh, WWS Fan Empire. I mean, I'm sorry, Hardy Boys fans. I'm sorry, Hardy Boys fans. There you go. That's right. As, of course, we'll be talking about, of course, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, uh, we'll get, of course, everyone's thoughts and opinions of what happened last night on SmackDown. Plus, also, we'll talk about the SmackDown matches from TLC. And I do believe the Iceman is going to have a double portion of the icebreaker tonight. Yes. Because he didn't get out. He can talk about Raw last night. He's going to talk about both Raw and SmackDown. 
tonight here, of course, there's going to be a big time event coming up here on Revolution tonight, coming up from 9 to 11, 138055 pound. Be sure to join us for that. <coughs> okay, guys. Or let's go ahead and do our special routine. Uh, tonight it was, of course, about six days away till Christmas. We have to, I have said, you know, instead of doing our our normal routine, with, which is our uh, movie, which is our movie trivia challenge, uh, we're, what we're going to do now is, like I said, we're going to talk about our top ten Christmas songs. It will go one at a time. Like I said, we'll start with number ten and go all the way down to number one. And I'll give my number 10, JD will give his, and John will give his, and so on and so forth. And this counts for all of them, regardless if it's the same song. But, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's different versions of some of your favorite Christmas songs out there. So I want everyone, like I said, just to think very, very carefully about a lot of them. And, uh, and so, I'm good and uh, ready. And, and just think, okay, just think about, uh, just think about, uh, think about, of course, uh, what what Christmas what your favorite Christmas songs are, and like I said, while we go ahead and proceed ahead, I'll start off with it at number ten. Number ten. Uh, I'm not too crazy about this, and that's why it's all the way. Well, no, I'm not gonna say that one at all because I don't like that song. Period. Uh, let me see here. Oh yes, number ten. Uh, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus by the Jackson Five. No, we didn't uh, want to know you want us to see that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. It's like I saw mommy doing Santa Claus. Whoa! Okay, 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 okay. JD, I don't think mommy wants to see Santa's you along. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. All right, JD, you're number ten, please. Your your top ten, your number ten Christmas songs. Your favorite I'm top gonna, ten. Christmas my songs. number ten would have to be Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Are there different versions of that, or or is that is there different versions of that, or is that the original? That's the one I'm going to go with. However, okay, John. Remember, like I said, different versions. It could be the same song in the list if you want to. Uh, your top ten, your your number ten, um, your number ten uh, favorite Christmas song. Okay, I'm going to kick off number ten with "Last Christmas" by Wham. That's a good one. I like that. I like that one. That is, I prefer that one over. Didn't, didn't Taylor Swift do a version of that? Yeah, but I like Wham's a lot better than did. That's just my personal opinion. All right, number nine. There's, there's a lot of good ones here. Number nine. Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, hmm. Oh dear Lord. Uh, well, okay, this this is this is this is an all-time favorite, but I like oh, this is one version I do like. Um, number nine is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer that was done by Willie Nelson. I thought that his version was that good too. Good I like it. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Katie, you're number nine, please. <laughs> I am going to. Yeah, nice. I am going to go with. However, do they know it's Christmas time again? 1984. Band-Aid. You cannot go with that too. Oh yeah, that's a good call. Excellent. I love the original. We had one, some good so. ones there. George Michael, Phil Collins, and of course, like I said, Boy George. I think Sting Bono. Uh, yeah, Sting Bono um, in that video. Yep, yep. Uh, 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 Boy George. Yeah, Boy yep. George. Yeah, uh, oh God. Uh, I'm thinking about one. I'm thinking about one other guy. Oh, Simon Lebon from Duran Duran was in it too. Yeah. That. All right, John, you're number nine, please. Bob Singer, Little Drummer Boy. I like that one. I love that one. For good choice, John. Very good choice. I don't, I don't hear that one that much in that version that much anymore. I need to play that a little bit more. Hmm. We'll, we'll, I'll, we'll have to, I'll have to help that one now. Uh, number nine. Okay, number eight, guys. Number eight will be uh. Number eight. Number eight. Uh, number eight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, crap. Um, I heard this one today, and I actually, I actually kind of like this one. Joy to the world, as it was sung by Nat King Cole. That was yeah, a great good one. tune. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yep. Number eight. 
Uh, I'm gonna go, however, uh, Okami Faithful by Twisted Sister. Oh, that is, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was good. Uh, John, you're number eight. Uh, I have to say you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Ah, uh, the, the original one, Sun by Rise at Your Tongue. Is that the one you're talking about, John, the original? Uh-huh. That was sung by the man who did the voice of Tony the Tiger. Oh, did you know? Hey, guys, I got to tell you one quick story I read about that before we continue on. You're going, you're going to find this interesting. I did some history during over the week. I think the other weekend, where I think it, um, I think one of the birthdays, wrestling birthdays we had was the late Lee Marshall, the announcer. Yeah. The announcer. Okay. You do you do you did you know? And y'all going? I'm sure JD probably knew this. And John probably did. Did you know after yeah. Earl Ravens? Stepped down as the voice of Tony the Tiger. Lee Marshall did it. No, I didn't. Yeah, See, I'm not kidding. It's on there. I, I read it. Exact. Yeah, I was surprised. Lee Marshall took over for a while as the voice. I that was not too long before he passed away. I think it was when he did. Yeah. So okay. All right. All right. Number seven, here, guys. Number seven. Uh, hmm. Let's see. Uh. Okay. Um, mm. Oh, now, now you're going to love this. And I'm sure y'all have heard this one. Number, number seven is the version of the song Baby is Cold Outside. And I like how they did this, but it was a duet with Martina McBride, Martina McBride and the late Dean Martin. Y'all, y'all remember that? Uh-huh. that version? I, I like that. Yeah, that was good. I like that. I like how they were able to do that. Uh, JD, you're number seven, please. Uh, number seven for me is. Whoops, sorry, sorry about that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do something here first. Hold on. Uh, ah, darn it. Uh, seven oh. is for me. I'm trying to fix something on my computer, guys, so bear with me here, please. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say number seven is, however, uh, David Bowie and Bing Crosby, Little Drummer Boy. Oh, heck yes. Yeah, very good. John, number seven? Okay, number seven is... um, Hmm. Number seven would have to be... Hold on a second. Yeah, Hold on, I'll be right back. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Okay, um, okay. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think I don't know if John said his. Not that uh, John has. That's um, John. Are you still with us? No, I think he had to step away for a moment. So, um, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, We'll come back to John's number seven. I'm gonna make sure I get I got his. Uh, we'll get his. Okay. I'll come back. All right. Oh, here All right. Okay, I thought ahead. about that. I thought about this. Oh. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Number seven. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Live version by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Ooh, I like that version. Man, that, I, yes, indeed. Hey, man. Okay. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. Yeah. So. Uh. <clears throat> Let's see, number six for me would be, uh, excuse me, we're looking for sex. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> number six. Um, oh, oh, okay. I got it. I got it right here. Number six. JD will know what I'm talking about. Christmas Vacation by Mavis Staples from the movie. Don't you know what, JD? You know what I'm talking about? Um. JD. Kind of. I think I had to yeah. step away. Okay, but J- J- John, if you remember, did you ever did you ever see National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Ah, uh, no. Okay, well, this is well, this is probably from this was probably came on before you were born, but you got to definitely find it and watch it. It is hilarious. It came out in the late '80s, but still, it was funny. 
If you thought all the other vacation movies were hilarious, this one was the best one in my own personal opinion. So, uh, but that that's actually the beginning uh, piece of music from that that they, they, they used during the credits of the movie, the first credits of the movie. So, they use that the last part of it too, I think. Um, okay, uh, while we wait for JD, uh, John, go ahead, let's go ahead and hear your number six, sir. Okay, number six would have to be another I Saw Mama Kissing Santa Claus version by John Mellencamp. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that version. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, there's different versions of all these great songs. I mean, there's a lot of good ones out there. A lot of good ones. Uh, JD, are you back with us? I'm on the toilet. Okay. And uh, well, let's pause for a second while we wait for JD to come back. In the meantime, let's give you this number one more time. I'm back. One, six, one, okay, there we go. Never mind then. Uh, JD, uh, you're number six. John's already given his, and so have I. So. Uh, okay, what was so, your number uh, six? My number six was, if you remember this, from Christmas Vacation, the song Christmas Vacation by Mavis Staples. Okay, and John, yours was? Mine was... Uh... Mine was I Saw Mama Kissing Santa Claus by John Mellencamp. Good tune, good tune. Okay, my number six, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Judy Garland. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's very good. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. okay, number five, my version of Home for the Holidays by the Carpenters. Uh, J.D., you're up next. Number five for me would be, however, let me think, however. Uh, I'm going to say Silver Bell's uh, Twisted Sister. Ooh, okay. Okay. Uh, All right. You're up next. Number five, uh, Blue Christmas, my, your favorite, Chad, the king of pop, Elvis Presley. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, oh. Hey, <laughs> Deep fry that bad boy. Oh, okay. Thank you, okay. <laughs> oh, Don't get me started with that. Anyway, but not a bad one. I like that one, John. Number four. Uh, hmm, okay, it's getting, it's getting down to white. Number four was was one that y- y'all, someone here said was on the very bottom here. My number four was Do They Know Christmas by Band-Aid. That's my number four. I love that version. I love it. JD, number number four, please. Number four would be Dean Martin's, however, uh, uh, one of his Christmas tunes. However, I feel what which one it was. All right, crap, I can't remember. Uh, this one talking um, about too. Uh, All right. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. I'll come back in a second. Maybe you can try to find the tune, but I'll be right back. Okay. okay. All right, JD. John, your number four, please. All right. This may not be considered a Christmas song, but it is. Um, I'd have to say 2,000 Miles by the Pretenders. Well, I'm not sure. I mean, but... Uh... But, it is but, a Christmas uh, song. Oh, oh, it is. oh, okay. Well, I mean, okay. All right. All right. Uh, JD, are you JD? Are you back with us? He's in the toilet. <laughs> He's on the can. Okay. Um, I'll wait for JD to come back. I'll go ahead and do this here. Yeah. Uh, one six zero five. No, I'm not. I'm in the toilet. <laughs> Call ID 1413875, episode 132 of WCWS Outside the Ropes here. This is Wednesday, December 19th, 2018. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jerry Gualamo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, here with you here uh, this evening. Oh, I'm not. I'm in the toilet. Also, as I said, I'm back. Tomorrow night, the NWO Wolfpack, 138521-pound. Live video feed from WWS Fan, and that's that's really, and of course, uh, uh, 
usually we use history and birthdays with the tomorrow night that we're doing on tomorrow night be sure to join us for that a quick wrestling update before we before we continue on uh apparently according to to wwe tonight on nxt at eight o'clock alistair black and johnny gargano will collide in a steel cage match on nxt tonight that would be a good one that will be a good one okay let's see we were at number that would be you say we're at number what four i think yeah yeah yeah, we were at number four because JD yeah, wasn't there. Said, yeah, did we figure out what uh, the D Martin uh, one was? I was thinking. Uh, 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 oh, um, well, I mean, he's done a bunch of. I know he did a version of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Let's know. Oh, I can't think of. It. No, it's let's know. I know he did. I know. Let it snow. Oh, let's snow. Oh, yeah. let's snow. That's right. That's yep. right, that's right. And then there's another match also on NXT you want to watch out for tonight. Io Shirai and Dakota Kai will be taking on Shayna Baszler's entourage of Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir. Is this the first time Shayna Baszler's competing on NXT? I believe so. I don't think they've wrestled yet. They've, been, they've interfered in I don't think the so. they've interfered, with, yeah. Uh, her and uh, Kari Sane, I know. But I know they haven't. I haven't seen. I've heard that they wrestled them. So, but it, it's all be good. It'll be good indeed. Uh, okay, John, you gave your number four, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now we go to the top three. So think, be thinking, guys, of your top three. Uh, my top three. Number three would have to be one that uh, someone here said here before, and that is the vert. That is uh, the little drummer boy done by David Bowie. It, and Bing Crosby, which of course it was was kind of somber, which was which was a great song, but I'm sure y'all would agree it was kind of also somber with the fact that I think Bing Crosby passed away not too long after it came out. I think um, JD was that right? Yeah, that sounds like yeah. Okay, all right, JD, you're, you're number three, please. Why well, didn't you number four? Oh, what, I thought you said Let It Snow was your number four. That was number five. Oh crap! Okay, okay. What's your? I, we were all we were already at number four. Four. I, I had to. That's why. That's why I had to step out. Four was the Pogues Fairy Tale of New York. What was it? Fairy Tale of New York, however, by the Pogues. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right, JD. Now you're number three. Okay. Here we go. Now we're number three. Right. However, is uh, Happy New Year by ABBA. Oh, that is it. Oh, yeah. Oh, was that the one? Um, oh, gosh. No, that's not the one I was thinking about. Either. I was thinking no, about the one that was. I was thinking about another one. Okay, never mind. I was this is, if you're never. wanting it, this is what it is. Okay, that was okay. That's what I was thinking. Okay, okay, there you go. Okay, uh, okay. Oh, that, that's that's a good one though. That's still a good one. Song right there, John. Your number three, please. Number three would have to be. Hold on. Hold on. That's something good in mind. Guys, still with me? Right here, we're right here, John. Okay. And this is my top three. Number three would have to be Christmas Baby Please Come Home by you two. Oh, that is. Oh, I love that. How about that tune? Yeah, me too. Very good. Uh, okay, number 
number two. Uh, uh, no, no number. I can't, cannot find number two in the bathroom. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, that was. <laughs> okay, uh, number number two. Uh, oh gosh, it's, oh no, not number two. Uh, God rest ye, merry gentlemen, by the bare naked ladies and Sarah McLaughlin. There you go. Yes. Great song. Uh, JD, you're number two, please. Madeline! <laughs> uh, yep, this is a good one. Jessica Peel and Megan Fox wearing nothing but their socks is all I really want for Christmas this year. Well, that's just not practical. What? There you go. All I want for Christmas, my family guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay. Uh, John, you're number two. Please. <laughs> All right. I got something. I got something that's better than that. All I want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, dear Lord, no. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not gonna play it. I just, I'm not gonna play it. I know you're not. I know. I, I mean, I, forgive me. I'm just not. I'm not crazy about Mariah Carey. I like I like Jim Carrey a lot better. <laughs> okay. Uh, and let's see. Now we go to the number one. Who does number one? We work. We work. Okay. Uh, let me see here. So many good ones. So many good ones. Uh, Mm. Oh dear, dear Lord! Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I got it. I I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh. All I really want this year. Have it right. No. No restraint, just to choke me till I faint. It's all I really want for Christmas this year. Oh, giggly. Uh, Play karaoke and JD and let Chad think. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Okay, wait a minute. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on one second. I, I, okay. Y'all, y'all probably have heard this song, and I'm sure you probably heard this version of it. But I'll. And surprisingly enough, I, I like this. I haven't thought and this. I just now remembered this song. Of course, Mary, did you know by Clay Aiken? Oh, Clay. That's the only thing I like of his, believe it or not, is that song. I mean, I'm not crazy about him, period, but man, yeah, that was a. A great that that was I like that version of that. There's a lot of good versions of that one, so I like that one too, very very much so. All right, JD, you're number one. I'm going to say my number one is however uh, uh the Twelve Days of Christmas by the McKenzie Brothers. However, oh. <laughs> I remember that movie. All right, John, number one. Okay. Number one for me would have to be, and this, and I've thought about this as my number one. Happy Xmas, War is Over by John Lennon. Yeah, yeah very good. Yeah, that's a good version of that. Excellent version. You could not pick a much better one than that. Yes, sir, indeed. Well, guys, like I said, we got some good versions here. And of course, folks, if you if you tend to uh, 
not if you tend if you don't tend to agree um i mean listen to this uh like i said please uh you know uh that that's quite all right you may have others as well and what we're going to do here folks ladies and gentlemen, just like we did with the movies what i'm going to do is i am going to post um some of these on uh and as a poll on the entertainment cavalcade page facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash wws entertainment and let that you vote on what you think was the best christmas song ever and i'm not going to even put by what artist i'm just going to put the song period i'm sure a lot of people would would but like this, like any version of these songs, any versions of these songs. So we're, I'm gonna post that on here after we get off the air. And like I said, please, please, please vote there on the Entertainment Cavalcade page. And uh, we may, we may, of course, end up reading, uh, reading your results, of course, tonight on Revolution. Oh, so we, we get, if we do, we get enough votes in by that time. So before, all right, uh, on that. Note, all right, John. Nothing to add to, so I'm heading off here. Um. And I'll see you at, at the bait, J.D. All right, see you Okay. And that one, too. <laughs> and that, too. All right, John, we'll talk at you in a little bit. <clears throat> All right, that was Human Suplex Machine John Gross here, folks, and he'll be on with, of course, the rest of the Madness Kingdom on Wrestling Debate coming up here in about 20 minutes. J.D., anything else, sir, you wish to add before we continue? Before we close out the I do not have anything. On that note here, folks, we thank you for joining us for a little extra added edition of WWS Outside the Ropes. <clears throat> and, of course, from everyone here on Outside the Ropes, ladies and gentlemen, because it will be after Christmas by the time we come back on, on the air with 133. I, on behalf of everyone here at Outside the Ropes, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a very happy and safe new year. And we'll be, of course, talking to you next Wednesday, of course, December 26th, for episode 133 at 6.30. Call ID 141387 pound. For the Iceman, Jerry D. Geralmo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. This is Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw saying thank you very much for joining us. And we'll be back on with Wrestling Debate coming up in about 20 minutes, 139925 pound. And I'll be back on with Revolution coming up here in about an hour and 15 minutes, uh, 138055 pound, with our live video feed, of course, coming from Hardy Boys fans here tonight <clears throat> outside of the ropes episode 133 132 excuse me is a broadcast of the wws radio network right here on talkshoot.com <clears throat> where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder radio network continues to be and will forever remain your pop culture connection folks take care of yourselves and each other we'll see you on the red carpet of course until next week like we said have a very merry christmas and a very safe new year and we'll talk about you next wednesday night for 133 of Outside the Ropes. <clears throat> this has been the WWS Radio Network. God bless y'all. We'll talk about y'all later in the evening. Take care. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.